Why they preying like they know? Why they preying like I owe? Listen, man, I'm in my zone. Bitch, we get it on our own. Why they preying like they know? Like they know that I came up on my own. TNM, we in our zone. TNM, I'm not alone. Why they preying like they know? Like they know that I came up on my own. TNM, we in our zone. Hey, podcast, how's everybody doing today? Hope everybody's staying happy, healthy, and safe at home. We have our first episode of CapCast today, Building an Entrepreneur, where we take a deep dive into what 2020 is going to look like. We have Ryan and Aus joining us on the show, so super excited. Hope you enjoy. We're going we're gonna to go, we're gonna go with what we got here. All right, to the four people watching, I say hello, and to the many people to watch this, I say let's get this show on the road like fired up. Anyways, I was looking through Instagram today and... I noticed I was your Instagram game needs massive work, but we're, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get to that one. That's down the list. So this podcast is called uh, building an entrepreneur. The basis of around it is to get a community going of a bunch of entrepreneurs and people who are starting their own businesses. Now, obviously in this tough time, it's a little bit more difficult. So that's where I really wanted to touch up on because I felt like we were getting into the entrepreneur era and all of a sudden, boom, you know, it hits you. And now you're in this stage of, okay, as a person trying to start a business, where do I start? now right so i think that's the i think that's the question that i'm i'm looking eventually to get answered um and hopefully we can do that here anyways how are you doing ryan to stay corona free that's the oh i think i'm doing what everyone's doing man just uh staying home and hoping for the best oh yeah what are your what are your daily activities ryan give me a little give me a little breakdown what do you do on a daily basis to stay corona free do you uh I'm sleeping a lot, so that's uh, helping me uh, feel healthy. Um, doing Sleep a lot of cooking, a couple of home workouts. Very nice. Um, it's, it's pretty tough without the gym, and uh, you know, making do with uh, some some cheap free ma- free weights. One of my old roommates left when he moved out, so uh, I actually. Uh, appreciate him doing that <laughs> um other than that just uh reading writing very nice not Re- much, there's not much work going on right now so uh, are, you, are you working right now i know that you have your company evolving you just changed the name it used to be parent interview right yeah that's right um, so run me through that what's what's going on with your with your business right now right so evolving is an education technology company Um, So we work very closely with schools, uh, kindergarten to grade 12, uh, mostly in Canada, but we have some schools abroad as well. Um, Things are pretty slow right now, obviously. Uh, Schools in Ontario, uh, they just announced today, are going to be closed until uh, the first week of May. So, yeah, there's there's not a lot going on uh, business-wise for us on the day-to-day front. We are doing a little bit of planning for the future, um, trying to figure out what things uh, are going to look like when we, you know, do reopen. Um, see how long the school year lasts beyond that. Um, and uh, other than planning, uh, doing a little bit of development work. Obviously, we're a technology company as well. So, you know, can we 
well, we have this downtime right now. Can we improve the products that we currently offer? Can we build some new products? What do you offer? What do you offer? You're offering to schools uh, the, if I'm not mistaken, the parent interview system, yeah, where they get to book an online system yeah. and now you're making an app and stuff? Yeah, so we offer a couple of services. Most of them are related to scheduling, like you just said, parent-teacher interview scheduling. We do guidance appointment scheduling. Uh, we're working on uh, a, a, a high school application uh, that students can use to help stay organized and connect with their school community. Uh, OUS is actually helping us on that project. So, um, yeah, we're Shout doing Shout out OUS. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so yeah, we're 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 doing some development uh, on those products, um, and you know, uh, hopefully, when school starts back up again, we'll be able to start um, doing some more sales uh, calls and giving presentations and showing uh, educators how it would uh, benefit their school communities. Okay, very nice. And is your business taking a hit now? Like, the, obviously, you said the schools are closed, so. Are you, are you going to be moving like financially? You mean? Uh, well, yeah, financially, right? Like that's that's what it comes down to. You need to generate money, and you need to generate a source, right, right? Right. So I think everyone right now is in the same boat. Everyone's kind of on hold. You don't know um, when you're going to get paid, or you know, um, yeah, when your accounts are going to be moving forward. So there's a little bit of uncertainty there, um, but. Um, I think I think that will we'll find out more um, when the next school year starts, because at this point, um, you know, how long is this going to last and is it going to affect when the next school year starts? But I think we'll be OK financially. Um, so, no, I wouldn't say we're we're taking a hit, but um, you, you definitely just have to stay on your toes and um, try to do do the best you can. Right. Like we're all in a this tough situation. For sure, for sure. And I want to bring in Ous a little bit because you did mention that he was helping you with the project um, on your new development software system. So Ous, I know you have your own, um, you have your own development comp uh, like business, whether you, uh, I'm not sure if you run that on the side or you do that full time. Yeah. You want to give me a little bit of an insight on that? Yeah, man, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I just like to code, to be honest. And whenever I get an opportunity to help out, I, I do. So Ryan, I mean, I, I guess I've uh, been... I don't know, how long has it been, Ryan? Like maybe a year and a half or so, like initially? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. year and a half, two years maybe. I've just been helping him out and then, you know, the past couple of months have been uh, just, you know, um, he kind of pitched me the idea. I said, hey, listen, it's a cool idea. I know I know his company, they do a great job with the, with the work that they do and, and they wanted to expand into different areas. And I thought, hey, I'll contribute in any way I can. And uh, he's a good friend of mine. So I thought, hey, what the hell? Gotta help out. But yeah, man, I enjoy it. I enjoy writing code. Sort of, uh, I, I live the quarantine life with or without a pandemic. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so Aus, what are you doing to stay corona-free is the real question. You know what? It's um, I'm doing the same thing that I did before anyone's heard of uh, the coronavirus. Just uh, stay on your computer, code uh, <laughs> 10 hours a day, sleep 10 hours a day, and then go for groceries once a week. That's <laughs> what I do, yeah. That sounds pretty yeah. good. I'm not gonna lie. That's uh, that's a pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, sounds like you you're living your best life in quarantine. Living the same life in quarantine. Every now and then, kind of, you know, boot up uh, Red Alert or Asia Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Just get into the video game scene while you have the chance, right? 
That's right. That's right. Why uh, not? Into uh, Civ Six, a good buddy of mine plays uh, Civilization Six, and I thought, hey, you know, get into it, and you know. I used to be on that game when I was. Uh, that, that used to be my. That still is my hot take. I'm uh, pretty darn good at it. Any, anyways, yeah. we'll we'll talk about that another time. I did. <laughs> I wanted to ask you. You, you're getting me off topic now. Thanks. Uh, you want? I wanted to ask you. What do you make of the quarantine? Right. So like we're we're kind of now in the stage where everybody's sort of locked into their homes. It's not an official lockdown, but I I assume it's going to be like coming up soon. Uh, for another like month, maybe like month and a half, right? So that's that's gonna be pretty hard, right? So Ryan, you were talking about that. You mentioned that you were not gonna take such a large financial impact, but right, you look at it. You're pretty well established, right? You have yeah. You have you have a pretty solid foundation for the business. What would yeah, you say we, for uh, the businesses? Have, uh, Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say we we have an established client base, so you know I don't think they're gonna be leaving us uh as a result of the the shutdown um and whenever we get back they'll keep working with us i'm sure but for other companies that you know might be in the startup phase yeah if you were just you know um in the middle of trying to make a deal on your first sale or just you know educating people on your product uh a shutdown of this nature could just be completely devastating to your business um you know um you need, you need to get those sales as soon as possible to get that kind of snowball effect, right? Uh, if you can't get your first customer, you're not going to get your second and third and fourth and fifth customer. You need you need somebody credible to say, I use your product or your service and it's good. So, uh, yeah, I think, like I said, we'll be okay, but it, it could be devastating to a lot of businesses. So give me an idea of what that looks like. If we shut down, if this says, okay, by may we are not going to reopen nothing is going to reopen right and now we go into a state of like lockdown which other countries are going through right now what does that look like for those small businesses are they going to be able to operate again um once the lockdown is lifted or is it going to kind of everybody's going to start from scratch where's guide me through what you think it i think it depends on what industry uh, you're operating in, for example, it will be totally different for a lot of, uh, hospitality or restaurant, uh, businesses as compared to like tech companies. Um, because in the, that first example, hospitality restaurants, you need people constantly coming in the door. And I think for them, the longer that this shutdown, uh, goes on, the less and less likely people will want to come out of their quarantine uh, or isolation uh, to visit those uh, businesses again. Like think about it if, you know, uh, two two months from now, is everyone going to just start going to their favorite restaurant uh, like they were? Like you and I, we, we like going to Joey's, uh, you know, every week Shout or two. out Joey's. Shout out yeah, Joey's. Yeah, shout out to Joey's. Um, but are we going to, are we going to be like, yeah, we're going to, you know, as soon as we get out, it's, you know, is it going to be the same scene? Is it going to be as busy? Probably not. Whereas again, tech companies like Ous was just saying, you know, life hasn't changed for him. He's, he's coding 10 hours a day. He was coding 10 hours a day. He's going to be coding 10 hours a day from here on in. So I think it depends, um, on which business you are, you're in, what kind of industry. Um, but all I, all I'll say is I think that everyone will be probably shocked to see what life will be like after this this shutdown because they no one really 
comprehends how um, interconnected every business is. So um, you you don't you don't know how you're going to be affected yet, but you'll you'll see what businesses are not reopening uh, after the shutdown. Well, see, Ous, what do you think? I want to hear Ous's take on this. What do you think businesses? How bad do you think the businesses are gonna are gonna fall? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm usually pretty optimistic on this stuff. I've uh, I've been accused of being an optimist, uh, Andrew. Oh. But in this in this regard, um, I have a I have a concern which I think uh, Ryan can echo and will probably agree with. My biggest concern with this whole thing is really getting uh, having small businesses being hit. So he gave you the idea of like uh, a restaurant. So restaurants, pubs, you know, clubs, whatever. You could imagine if they don't have cash flow for a month, two months, are they going to be able to sustain their business with rent and whatnot? Um, are they going to lay off their 20 servers? Um, and if that's the case, well, you know, that's that's gone. Well, the problem is with these small businesses, that's how the vast majority of families make, you know, your 60 to 150K that, you know, that, that helps the whole family live. And if you do that across the board, you know, dentistry offices, restaurants, you know, hair salons, and you know, you, you go on and on. Um, our whole society, our whole economic system is really based on on small businesses. The reason being is if you're a multi-billionaire, Sandor, and you're making, you know, 100 million a year, you could only eat so many sushi dinners. You could only buy so many TVs, right? No, it's true. Yeah. But then we need we need those we need we need the middle class that makes a decent amount to go out and buy sushi dinners and and go to Joey's and have you know a Be bird consumers. Yeah, and um, and if we get rid of the middle class or you know take the middle class and 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 bring it down a notch, so you take upper middle class, you make the middle class, middle class, lower class, and lower middle class, you become lower class. Well, we have a problem. We have a problem because those people won't go out and, and spend as much. And, uh, and then we've got a real problem on our hands. So that's, that's how uh, I, I just, I, I just want to add to that. I think there's also a domino effect, right? The more of these little businesses that shut down, that means there's even more people who lose their jobs, more people who lose their jobs. There's even less people to spend. So other businesses start taking a hit because they don't have those customers anymore so they also have to be aware of like this domino effect that uh could unfold well run me through this then because i'm i'm pretty sure uh that the government is supporting these small businesses there's they're saying that they would pay uh to maintain the staff they said about 75 percent of the wages right so if the government is loaded so now <sighs> if our canadian government starts to load out these checks right and they start to send all these people on ei all these people you're talking about being unemployed right over the idea of, of whatever quarantine quarantine is, right? So Dr. Fancy said that uh, Anthony Fancy, he's the top guy in the U.S. for um, for health and services, right? He's the he's basically the assistant okay. to the president on this situation. He goes out and he says that the numbers that social distancing is starting to work and that the numbers are starting to decline, right? So as he's like obviously any good news from a doctor is like ideal, right? You get that, mm -hmm. and you're like we're good. But in this situation, I think it's a little bit different because you're looking at self-quarantine not just now, but for periods to come. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get to is that how long do you think this is going to be sustainable? 
Well, I think I have two concerns with what the government says that they're they're doing. I think in a very, very short scenario, like a two to three week kind of scenario. So what we've already had, yeah, the government can probably, um, you know, cut the taxes or give a tax rebate to uh, a bunch of businesses and individuals and that would help. But if this goes on for two, three months or even more, I don't think that it's sustainable. Um, you have to really just be aware that sometimes the government will say something, the government of Canada, government of the United States, any government, doesn't matter. They'll say something that is just impossible. Like there's no way that they can actually do what they say. Like if the government wrote a law today that says as of tomorrow, gravity will no longer apply. I don't think anybody is going to plan tomorrow that they're going to be able to just step out their front door and fly like it's space. So that's my first concern um, about, you know, what the government is, is promising if it happens to be over a longer term. Um, and the okay, second so point, no, 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 sorry. The second point was, uh, you were saying, um, like, will this ever happen again? Or will this be reoccurring? That is actually my biggest concern is we've done this quarantine for a couple of weeks. Um, and that's cut down the numbers. Like you just quoted, uh, a doctor in the United States was saying is starting to turn around, but what happens when we end the quarantine and we all go back to normal life and there's another outbreak because, you know, the reason that we had low numbers was everyone was was isolated. But when we go back to normal life, that isolation ends. Do the numbers start exploding again because it's going around again? So those are my two biggest concerns. What do you think, Oz? You gonna you have something to add on to that? Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, it really depends on 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 a lot of things that is you know above my pay scale. I, I don't know much about the the science of this, but really, it's like there's questions that we don't have answers to. So when someone gets the coronavirus and recovers, can they get it again? Does the virus mutate? Um, you know, does it get better in the in the in the uh, summer season, uh, like June, July, August? Will we get another stage two in the fall again in October, November? We don't have an answer to any of these questions. It really depends on the answers of, of these questions. And, and you know, they, there could be a worst case scenario where this could be life for the for the foreseeable future. Or it could be, you know, by May or June, we're good and, you know, we forget about this. It really depends on 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 the, the nature of the virus. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Actors think we don't control that. Like, this is pretty scary stuff, don't you think? Right. You you see all these people like going and getting in other countries, uh, getting sick and flooding hospitals and die, literally dying. And there's nothing that we can do to prevent it, but just push for for home to stay at home right like that's the that's the only thing you know and then everything a day is like a day by day kind of new update so you're you're lost in you're lost in all this information but i wanted to say that ideally let's hope we get over this hump within the next month right and we're back on our toes in the next six months do we recover or are we looking economically in the long run to continue to go down, right? Like, cause you look at some investors, right? Investors are right now, they're, some of them are losing a lot of money, right? They're, I was talking to a good buddy of mine yesterday who's pretty, pretty well off in, in the stock market. And he's telling me that he has to like cut, like he's worried about these cutbacks. He doesn't know cause he's, if he keeps going down, he's gonna be on the streets, right? And right. That's, that's scary to hear that a lot of people are in that situation. So 
I would say long term, um, I'm I'm mildly bearish. Like I I don't think like anyone who says that. Oh yeah, once the coronavirus uh, situation is resolved, everything is just going to go back to normal. I think I think that would be really ignorant uh, and naive to say. So I think I think we will see a a, a little bit of a decline uh, going forward. But I would say in like the really long run, I'm I'm optimistic in the sense that you know people just have this like innate desire to survive and to thrive and um, to to just get on with life. Um, so I I do have some trust that uh, in the long long run um, people will pull together uh, whatever the problem whatever the adversity is and things will get better but i think we are definitely in for a, a bumpy road you know six months to five years out for sure you think five years eh for sure but is that is that just for is that just for the government to come back or is that more of like the people to sort of get back on their feet um i i i think Five years is is would be like the bare minimum for me to see, say say that anything would return to a semblance of what life was like in 2017, 2018, 2019. Um, I think what you know, without getting into too much detail, I think um, again we've already talked about all the businesses who are at risk of going bankrupt or having their revenues severely damaged by the situation. Uh, the government's problem uh, is. Uh, their their debt right they're they're going to borrow and borrow and borrow a lot of money to fund all of the stimulus packages and all of the relief efforts that they're leading um and their second problem will be that they're going to they're going to bring in less money in taxes we've already identified uh that people will be spending less as a result of people losing their jobs or their business is not doing as well um, as a result of the coronavirus. So tax revenue goes down. So um, governments are just going to find themselves in a very, very difficult situation financially, which would limit their ability moving forward in the future to provide services. Right here in Canada, we have a public health care system. We have a public education system. Those are very expensive things to maintain. And how can the government do this uh, if their tax revenue is eroding? And they've already borrowed so much money to fund all of these other programs. So that's that's my long-term concern. I just got here a question from one of our viewers, Serge. He says uh, he believes that this is the next recession. Aus, do you think this is the next recession or can we bounce back? Uh, you might be too young to remember this, but 08, 09. Um, yeah, I think this might even be, be bigger than uh, 08, 09. So, yeah, give me a run. Give me a rundown uh, of a little bit of what happened in 0809, where, uh, just briefly, and where this is going to compare to that scale. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I, I don't know how it's going to compare, but in 0809, essentially, and Ryan, essentially, the stock market took a 50% uh, dip. On pretty uh, close, yeah. Yeah. So the Dow Jones, the S&P, the um, Nasdaq. So we're looking at 50%, and I think it didn't start recovering for another two years, two and a half That's years. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if we look at this, um, it's gonna be a rough two and a half years. So we're looking at what? We're looking at late 2022, if it's the same size, same scale, uh, it's probably heavier. 
so what we're looking at we're looking at unemployment at uh, um, 15 maybe 20 percent unemployment uh, i know that sounds aggressive but probably something along those lines stock market down and then generally speaking when the stock market goes down it has a ripple effect right and like ryan said the ripple effect is if people are losing their money in the stock market well maybe their second house or their cottage will go for sale and uh, and so on and so forth so you never you never know what the ripple effect is you never know how people behave but you know people start tightening their belts they don't go out and eat as much and whatnot so you've got small businesses like restaurants taking a hit and then well the owners and servers of those restaurants aren't making as much so they don't go out and eat and and shop as much so it's just it's a snowball effect um so if it does happen we're like um we're looking at a solid three years man well three years that's uh that's pretty good that's uh, buckle up boys it sounds like we're in for a bumpy ride uh but you know what i believe i believe in humanity i believe in the people and i think that uh i think that we're strong as a as a community where we can be able to help each other out and bounce back from this uh sooner rather than later it's unbelievable how much like if you look at it right now people think the economy is like a light switch right you kind of just switch it on and switch it off and i think they're oblivious to the consequences of something as simple as 14 days right like i i see how many people uh i saw the number of how many people have went on unemployment and it's already skyrocketed here in this country right so eventually that that's gonna have to that's gonna have to take its toll and hopefully that like i said that people are strong enough to be able to bounce back from this Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Alice, for joining us today, for giving us your input. Uh, we really appreciate it. I think I learned a lot. A lot of valuable information was was given out. So thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Take care, uh, Andrew. Yes, How's sir. podcast thank you so much for listening into the first episode we got so much out of ryan and house in that one i'm can't wait to actually consume that content see what everybody thinks so please go on to the instagram page of capspace at capspace or you can even shoot me at andrew sandor a dm i'd love to hear everybody's thoughts and what they thought of the episode and their opinions into what 2020 looks like for you and what you think might uh, might come out nevertheless we are going to do something very special in the next episode. I have a very special announcement to make. And like I said, this is about building a community. So that's what I'm looking to try to do. I know there's a big, big one out there already. It's a big world, everybody. So let's just hop in right now. This is a big campfire. We can all gather around and uh, share some stories. So I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to hear what you've gone through and going through and how you're going to plan on prevailing. So this is a big one. All right, everybody, CapCast next week, Tuesday, we're going to listen in. All right, big news. Cheers. Thank you. Stay safe.